anyone in the creative field that is listening here, knowing that when you put your soul into it, you can make a lot of mistakes along the way, but if you really are putting your soul into it, the people that receive your art, they're going to feel it. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. To give you the context of this episode, I will tell you that I am recording at 3.30 in the morning. I'm in Brooklyn, New York. I've been here for a little over a week now. By the time you're hearing this, so even almost two weeks, 3,000 miles away from my family, getting ready to go back to resuming shooting season two on City on a Hill. Having this time away and being alone has afforded me more time for my work as an actor, which has shed a spotlight on what my life has been like throughout COVID and has me looking at how I've been spending my time, where I've been putting my focus and my energy over the last seven months. Some epiphanies about what needs to be done as an artist if I want to be on the elite level. Most likely, I'll release an episode of Monday Morsels soon that really speaks to that more specifically. For now, the reason I've woken up in the middle of the night to record this is it's got to cost you something. Now, this is a phrase that I heard from an acting teacher, and I've kind of carried it around with me. Uh, So it pertains particularly to... If it doesn't cost you anything as the performer, the audience is not going to respond to it. In other words, you need to bring yourself to it. You need to bring your whole self to it. You need to take risks in the performance. You need to expose yourself in the performance, um, the truth of who you are. And it's got to cost you something. It can't just be something you can whip up and dazzle people with. I guess certain roles that maybe that maybe that's not true. But for something to really land on people, if you think about performances that are the uh, the ones that have really hit you and stuck with you, they cost that performer something to go to the place where they've had to go to bring the raw emotion or the truth of a human life, uh, of a character that they're portraying, whether it's someone that's based on someone who really existed or a character that was uh, from the mind of an author or screenwriter, a fictitious character. The truth of that character is brought about with the help of the actor, you know, obviously the the writer needs to do it first, but then the actor's job is to then bring their raw materials uh, to the role and and really display them in some way for an audience to 
not just learn about this character, but to be moved by this character. It's got to cost you something. Why that's on my mind right now, why I've woken up in the middle of the night, I'm thinking about the just the fact that I'm away from home right now. Um, that's costing something. Um, I'm thinking about the work that I'm doing now on the role and and kind of having uh, a, a feeling that I there's so much more work for me to be doing all of the time on any role. And it doesn't matter. I'm talking about it in terms of acting roles right now, but really it's with anything that you're engaged in, whether it's being a father, being a husband. You know, I've talked a lot about surfing lately because through COVID, that was something I was doing a lot, learning to surf. If you want to get better, it's got to cost you something. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you effort. It's going to cost you thinking about it, obsessing about it. And I'm realizing it right now as I'm here for work and very grateful that I have work. There's just so much that needs to be done specifically to bring this character to life in a way that's believable, in a way that I feel like I'm bringing my whole self to it. There are so many nuances that can be discovered. And to do it really well, to do anything really well, you need to do that specific work. You need to not settle for something that maybe 99% of the people won't know the difference. But you know the difference. This is the detail. It's all in the details. I've been listening to books on tape. I mentioned something in a newsletter last week, the Sanford Meisner book on acting. Right now, I'm listening to his student, William Esper, who's another master teacher, the actor's art and craft. And I'm pulling quotes from it. And the inspiration that comes from it is that these master teachers when you listen to them, you realize there's always more that can be done to be excellent at your craft, to be, to fully realize your potential. There's always more that can be done. So that term, it's got to cost you something, also pertains to when you put the time in, when you painstakingly go over the details and then question them and say, is that really accurate? Could I go deeper? Could I see more here? Is there more to this scene than I was looking at, you know, the first several times I read through it? Am I missing anything? Am I talking to a character in this scene that is reminiscent of a character from my past, just the way it, it is in life? where something that they do triggers me because of someone that I know from my past who is similar. And so when I'm working on a scene, can I look at it and say, okay, I'm talking to, you know, character X, but really ask, who is character X? Have I had interactions with that person? Who does that person remind me of? Does that remind me of somebody that used to uh, abuse me? Does it remind me of an old friend? I mean, that's going to shade the scene one way or another. These are details. Whatever it is that you do, 
if you're listening right now, maybe many of you are actors or artists in some way, but maybe you're someone who is a teacher. For you, are you looking at each individual student? Are you looking at the nuances of that kid, where they come from, how they learn, what their learning style is, what are their strengths and their weaknesses? Or are you just kind of blanketing the whole thing and trying to do a a one-size-fits-all teaching job. Same thing if you're a banker. doesn't matter. Are you looking at the nuances? Let's say you're someone who's buying companies. Are you, are you looking at the nuances of who's the management at the company? What's the history of that company? What's the history of that industry? And where does the company lie within that history? All of these nuances, these details... That's what I'm talking about when I say it's got to cost you something. It's the effort that you put forth. It's the fullness in which you see whatever subject it is that you are studying or claiming to be an expert in or wishing that you were at the top of that particular field. And the tricky thing is when it costs you something, a lot of what it costs you will be time, focus, and attention. And there's only so much of that to go around, which is why a lot of the characters that I'll play, just because I think this is a lot of characters that are in the stories that tend to be told, and and really this applies to any person, a lot of those characters, they may be excellent in one field, and then they are deficient in another field. Professionally, they are at the top of their game. Their home life is a mess. Why is that? Well, it costs them something professionally to be where they are, but the cost, in a way, was all of that time, which was then not put on their family. And so it didn't cost them in their personal life. They they didn't pay the toll, as it were. This is a message that I'll talk to my kids about, whether it comes to schoolwork or sports or anything, is you've got to put the time in, you've got to do the repetition in order to get better, and then when you get better, you like it more, and when you like it more, you'll do it more, and it's kind of this spiral in a good way. It's a vicious cycle in a good way, but it's hard to do. As I'm working on this role kind of Diving back into this role, I'm looking at where have I done this well, where I've put in the work, and where have I procrastinated, avoided, shirked the real responsibility of the role, the real work. And the truth is, when I look at past roles that I've played, sometimes I feel like I did a lot of the work, I really still believe you could always do more. And sometimes I feel like, eh, maybe I didn't put in all of the work and that's not representative of my best work. There will be varying degrees of this for you, but at least have in your mind that if you are looking to get the most reward, you're going to have to put in more effort. And that is just a truism of life. 
it, it applies to literally everything that you do. You reap what you sow. You put in the effort. You get out the reward. Now, do you get it out immediately? No. My experience is that many times you don't get it, the reward on the timeline that you initially wished you would get it. But you need to have faith that when you do put in the work, you will get back from whatever that was that you were putting in, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job, whether it's for me, a particular role, um, some skill that you're trying to pick up. It could be knitting. It could be writing. It could be anything. But when you put the work in, if you're being guided by mentors or, or studying it in a proper way, there's also not working on something in the right way. So you're putting in time, but you're not necessarily putting in constructive time that's going to reap you the maximum amount of reward for the time that you're putting in. But if you put in the time, you are going to be repaid. And if you're an actor or a musician or an artist of any sort, anyone in the creative field that is listening here, knowing that when you put your soul into it, you can make a lot of mistakes along the way. But if you really are putting your soul into it, the people that receive your art, they're going to feel it in some way. It's going to enrich in your performance or your creation. So it's got to cost you something. That's it for this week. I guess I could give a really cheesy uh, segue and say it's got to cost you something like my book, which you can buy pre-order at the link in the show notes. Uh, it's coming out October 27th. 10,000 knows how to overcome rejection on the way to your yes. I'm really excited about it. Uh, starting to do a lot of interviews about it and, um, I hope you will buy it. I hope you will read it. A lot of these same principles are within the book and uh, just through the prism of things that I've gone through, things that some of my guests have gone through and applying them to all of these principles, you know, perseverance, resilience, reframing, getting started, all of these topics. So uh, check that out and have a great week. And we will see you on Friday and we'll see you back here next Monday. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 Knows. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then.